Hey, my name is Chelsea and I'm a time management and productivity coach. My goal is to help you go from overwhelmed to under control without a strict schedule or a bunch of productivity hacks. Each week, we'll talk about productivity mindset, actionable advice, my favorite resources, and you'll hear from guests just like you who are maximizing their limited resources. If you're anything like me, you're listening to this on the go, so check out the show notes and follow me on Instagram at Chelsea N Coaching to learn more. Okay, let's get to this week's episode. One of the reasons I started being a time management productivity coach is because I realized that productivity is incredibly personal. I read a book uh, about time management productivity and the author, who is an executive at some big company, talked about how he takes a nap in the middle of the day and has his executive assistant answer his calls and multitasks during meetings and has his driver ready and waiting exactly at five o'clock when he's done for the day. And it was so incredibly frustrating to read because that's not life. That's not the kind of life that I live, that most of my clients live, where we can afford to delegate or to hire someone to take things off our plate, where we have full control over our days and times and can multitask during meetings or close ourselves off and not be interrupted by our boss or have an executive assistant answer calls or respond to emails on our behalf. It's just not realistic. A quick Google search offers dozens of ways to be more productive for the sake of getting more done, quick tricks or hacks that enable you to make many changes throughout the day in the effort to save you know, five, 10 minutes a day. And I, I do love the productivity hack every now and then. I love some of these quick tricks and do think that there are ways that we can just be kind of faster and more efficient, especially when it comes to technology. But that's not ultimately the solution, right? That's not ultimately the way that you're going to make sure that what you're working on is what's most important. The other productivity advice that I find incredibly frustrating is really monastic, meaning of monks, right? Where you can close yourself off from distractions or from notifications and put your head down and just do deep focus and deep work. Again, not realistic for most of my clients or for my life where there are family or children or a boss that needs to be able to get a hold of you and needs to be able to get your attention. And we don't have the luxury of being able to really truly close ourselves off to those distractions. Often when I'm working with a client, they simply need permission to stop trying to force or copy paste a system that they read in a time management and productivity book, or that they read in an article of the morning routines of the rich and famous They need permission to find a system that's going to match their preference, their energy, and their lifestyle. So in today's episode, I want to walk through and give you permission to create a schedule and a life and a system that works best for you. So the first permission I want to give you is that you don't need to wake up at 5 a.m. I think it's so common to find articles or read books or see these influencers who have these, you know, beautiful, lavish morning routines where they're making a fancy coffee and journaling and working out and creating some beautiful breakfast. And it it is inspiring. But at the end of the day, that can happen at 5 a.m. at 6 a.m. It can happen at 7 a.m. 
you need to make sure that your schedule matches your energy flow. You know, I am much more of a night person. Waking up at 5 a.m. is so hard for me. Truth be told, I'm trying to wake up at 5 a.m. because I live on Guantanamo Bay Naval Base in Cuba, and it's really hot in the mornings. And so I need to get up and get moving as soon as possible so I can get my workout in. But it's hard, and it's an adjustment. And at the end of the day, I'm doing it because I want to, not because some article told me. The second permission I want to give you is to use a planner or to-do list that makes sense for you. And that might be paper. One of the first questions I ask whenever I work with a client is, do you prefer paper or digital? And there's this expectation now, and, and as technology continues to grow and improve, that more and more of our project management and to-do lists move to a digital platform. And while I love digital tools and I'm more than happy to walk a client through some digital options, at the end of the day, a paper planner works just as well, if not better, if that's what's going to work for you. So release the expectation that you have that everything needs to be digital, that you need to take notes digitally, capture all of your tasks digitally on your phone or on your computer, and just use the system that's going to work best for you. The next permission I have is for you to manage your inbox in a way that feels good for you and to just ditch the old one. So this is kind of two pieces. I personally uh, I am an inbox zero person. Inbox management emails comes up in every single one of the conversations I have with clients. I actually teach inbox stuff because email takes up so much of our time. But inbox zero might not make sense for you. And maybe you don't want to dedicate the time to get to that point. And that's okay. Your inbox needs to be functional for you. And so if that means that you have a system where you know where everything is, you're not losing emails within your inbox and you're able to respond quickly and appropriately, go for it. I am going to help you set up that inbox. I'm going to show you settings and, and we can kind of tweak things along the way so that it's easier for you to use and it's perhaps more enjoyable. But at the end of the day, there is no expectation that you need to be an inbox zero wizard. The other piece of this is that kind of that ditching the old one. We all have the abandoned email address that we created 10, 15 years ago. So many of the people that I work with are still carrying that email address. They're still feeling really stressed out that it's gotten out of hand. And 99.9% .9 of the time, it's totally out of their control. You know, their Yahoo email address has been sold to dozens of companies and they're just getting a bunch of spam or, or a bunch of solicitations. And so at some point, you just have to make the decision that it's old and it's over and you don't need to transfer it. Again, that's one of the things I like to talk through with people is how to make sure that, you know, if there is anything important in there that we're transitioning it into a new or kind of a current less junky email address. But at the end of the day, you don't have to check that, that old Yahoo or AOL address anymore if it's no longer serving you. The next permission I want to share or, or give to you is to set boundaries and define what accessible means to you. Especially as an entrepreneur, there is this constant feeling that we want to be accessible to our clients. We want to give a great client experience. We want to be responsive and answer their questions. And our culture is very much designed to have that instant gratification with that kind of quick response, right? The client expects it. 
but you control your business. And to some extent, you control how people treat you within your full-time job if you're currently working on a full-time job. So define what accessible means to you, whether that's with certain office hours or a certain turnaround time for responses, and try to stick to it as much as possible. We recognize that emergencies come up, but if you're clear with your clients that an email is going to take 24 hours to respond to, but if, you know, text me if it's an emergency or call me if there's an emergency, right? If you kind of set those expectations, then clients will eventually learn to adapt and adjust and respect your time more because you are setting those boundaries. So the permission here is to set boundaries to be less accessible if that means that you are going to be able to give better products, better service, ultimately to your client. And the last permission you have is to take a break, to do nothing, to scroll on Instagram, to just take the time throughout your day to refill that cup, to go for a walk, and to be intentional about that time. I talk a lot about those in-between moments of your day where there's a random 30 minutes or a meeting ended 15 minutes early. You want to be proactive about what you're going to do at that time so that it's intentional. And if you need a break, if you need to scroll on social media and just kind of disconnect from work, by all means, go for it. Just make sure that that's what you intended to do at that time, rather than you checked your email and accidentally ended up on Instagram and then 15, 20 minutes went by and you've gone down a rabbit hole and you don't feel rested because it wasn't supposed to be a break. One of the things that I've noticed recently in my day is that uh, if I start feeling overwhelmed or I start to feel stressed out or kind of stuck on a project, I take a walk and I sometimes will think I don't have time today. I have too much to do. I have too many meetings, but I've never not had time for that five, 10 minute walk. I, I always come back. I feel better. I refill my water bottle. I just getting some fresh air, getting some sun really does re-energize me for the rest of that day. And miraculously, there is always time. I, I, I always come back and have that time and, and I'm not missed. Um, and I'm able to again come back and be more focused and more thoughtful and creative about the project that I was just working on. So what could you give yourself permission to do or to not do that would reduce your feeling of overwhelm, would reduce the expectation that you have set on yourself to be accessible, to constantly say yes, to give your time up for others in a way that is not intentional or doesn't serve the overall goal of your day, of your purpose and your priorities. I'd love to hear from you on Instagram. Um, if you want to send me a message about what permission you need to let go in order to be more effective and efficient and more strategic about your time. Thank you for enjoying another episode of From Overwhelm to Under Control. I hope you're feeling one step closer to your goals. Don't forget to check out the show notes and follow along on Instagram at Chelsea and Coaching. Talk to you soon. Oh, 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 oh,